Hello everyone. Good day. Um, how are you guys doing? Happy Sunday. I hope that you're doing great and you're keeping safe and healthy in your corner of the world. Um, today has been pretty rainy. I don't know what's up. Well, I know it's that kind of time of the year in Kigali and when it rains in Kigali, it's like fight, you know, all of a sudden from nowhere, heavy and noisy. So I have been like wondering when i'll be able to get a, a time to like actually record without all the noise of the rain and thankfully it stopped a minute a few minutes ago it still looks like it's going to come back for part two but um i'm just going to quickly record this before it continues so yeah this is the final bit of the um, my journey to wholeness series and i'm so excited that i actually kept through it like it's beautiful to watch right um it looks like i have commitment issues with like all this platforms where i share my stuff and maybe it's no commitment issues it's just that sometimes i get really busy or sometimes i'm just tired or deadline what what and anyways i'm so thankful to god for an opportunity to do this and i'm thankful to you who's been like sticking with me thank you so much guys i've received like quite if um if you some feedback actually and some of them have really like made me really glad and I'm just thankful for your testimony or your conviction. Not all of them I can share or not of them, all of them I could share, but I'm just thankful that I could speak to you, you know, in this season of your life. And it just really encourages me that this thing that I'm doing, this few minutes that I spend to record, this is not a waste. So thank you for letting me know and thank you for listening. Today I'll be concluding. I'll be... Now, I don't know how to title this because I don't know how it sounds, my journey to spiritual wholeness... Uh, I don't think it's a spiritual wholeness, but I'm just going to be sharing my faith journey with you guys. A very, 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 very brief, brief summary, really, because like it's a lot. Um, So I'm just going to be sharing it. And a few things that God has taught me recently pertaining to, you know, attaining spiritual maturity, attaining wholeness, you know, in that regard. And yeah. It's it's um, I can't like share everything. I'm just gonna share a few things and I hope, hope, hope it blesses you. So for those who don't know, my name is Ozioma. This is my podcast here. Yeah, I share like life issues, um, stories, anything that I just feel led to share. And I'm Christian, so essentially that's like at the center of most of the things that I share here and yeah I mean because it's actually like the core of my life. So it's really hard to talk about anything without um referring to that so essentially i was that kid that uh, or i i say essentially a lot i don't even know why even when it doesn't go what i'm saying so i was that kid who like gave her life to christ one million times because i was i didn't really understand the concept of the gospel early on you know so i mean i knew there was jesus i knew there was god i knew that salvation came through jesus christ but i just thought that every time that i did something bad i was kicked out of the books of heaven and that was it. So I had to start over again. So everything, like when I even say something bad, you guys just listen and <laughs> understand what I'm talking about. I remember one particular um, Sunday after service. Um, so there used to be like, okay, my church had like the main church and of course like Sunday school. But this particular Sunday, we were fellowshipping with like the main church. It happens like I think maybe once or twice. No, I think it was once a month. I don't know. I can't remember now. And like prior Sundays to that time, every time I always just go out for altar calls. So like when you go out for altar calls, altar calls are like people, a call at the end of sermon, you know, if you want to give your life to Christ and all that. So I used to go for those um, altar calls like every Sunday. And usually after the pastor prays for you, they usher you into a room with counselors, you know, for people who are like just basically helping you understand your new journey and all of that. But I was shy a regular customer. Until this particular day, this Sunday school, 
um, mommy, okay, she, she's a teacher in Sunday school and she was also part of the counseling unit. So she's like, Uzuma, what what's the problem? You used to call me every Sunday. I'm like, I just started crying. I, I just want to give my life to Christ. I, I never want to go back. And she's like, you're not going back. What's the problem? I was like, that even this son, this week, one of the things that I really struggled with was I didn't used to close my eyes every time we're praying. And I'm just, I just feel so burdened, blah, blah, blah. So essentially, I was coming from a place of over, in fact, sin consciousness where I was, I used to live by a train station when I was growing up. So the, no, it's not called train station in Nigeria. It's railway. <laughs> So I used to live by the railway and every time like there's a train coming, I'm just quickly reciting, Father Lord, quickly forgive me of my sins, blah, 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 blah. I just want to go to heaven. I just want to, I just grew up with that same consciousness. I don't even know where I got it from because I don't, my parents were not like that. You know, they're not like that till today. So I really don't know where, maybe in African magic or I just didn't understand the gospel. So I was that child who just gave my life to Christ a lot of times. So if you ask me, when did you give your life to when did you, when did you give your life to Christ? I don't know. It was like one million times, okay? But what I know is that I came to know God early. I don't remember when. I was born into a Christian family, obviously. Like even initially, my parents were not like exactly big on Christianity. I think at the time we were not all even going to church. Yeah, but God started to work on us, you know, as we grew up and on my parents as well. And as God started to work on my parents and um God we I just started to like, you know, grow in my faith with God. And also in church as well, I was exposed to like teachings, you know, understanding how to hear from God. Like pretty early, I'm talking, I'm talking like 10, 11, when I started to understand how to hear from God and when I started to like pray in the spirit and all of that. So I was exposed to things of God early. Yeah. But as I journeyed along the way, you know, a few things started to affect my faith. And maybe I'll just talk about two. Yeah, I'll, I'll just talk about two and the journey so far. And yeah, I just hope that <laughs> this is going to come out together like nicely. I, I really trust God. So um, the very first thing that, or the very first time that I felt my faith really, really shaking was when I lost my uncle. I think I've said this story like many times. If you if you follow me, like I think I've, I've tweeted about it. I've written about it. I just, I think, have I done it? No, I haven't done a video on it. I probably have and it's somewhere in my <laughs> archives. But like I've spoken about it a lot. Essentially what happened was... um. I lost my uncle to the recklessness of Nigerian hospitals. That's what I like to call it. That's what happened. I don't really care any other person's version. They were reckless and a life was lost. A very precious life. Like, he was very close to me. Um, at the time, our flats were close to each other. We're living. He was living close to us. And, um, you know, he was like a daddy to me. Like, you know, that daddy that is not the daddy, daddy, scary daddy and still gives you money and still um, gives you the words of wisdom and you can tell even when you're failing in school and everything it still hypes you i don't think i know of anyone on earth even as i speak right now that hype my dad hypes me but my my now used to hype me a lot by the time he starts to hype me you know he was just such a father to me and then he died like all of a sudden and i mean like through that process i didn't really process my grief I didn't because I just, as the one who broke the news to my mom, he was my mom's younger brother. So there was just a lot of, you know, I, I bottling up and all of that. And I just realized that I stopped praying. I didn't know when it happened. I just stopped praying. There was a lot of things I, I didn't, I didn't really like believe God the way that I used to, because I was just like, now nah, God, I prayed about this thing. I had peace about this thing. And then boom, like, is it that I didn't hear well, or is it that, what you didn't mean what you said or what's going on like i'm like what's happening here you know and i just didn't want to question god you know i, I, I was, it was just a very funny situation not even funny at all actually you know i was still going to church obviously because i was going with my family but 
I'll go to church. I won't, I won't even say amen when they're praying because I was just numb. And that was the moment where I really could have, um, you know, left the faith, honestly. like Because for me, right, I felt like I, did, I couldn't process it. I couldn't ask questions. I was just there. I was just numb. And every day, with every passing second, I was drawing away from God, away from the faith. It was a friend of mine of, of blessed memory as well. Wow. <laughs> who God used to, you know, help me restore myself back to that. And I have a podcast on that. It's on grief somewhere down um, in, in on my on my podcast. So you can check it out. And I don't want to dwell too much on that. But that was one of the major things that really shook my faith and um, made me question who God was. And I'm not going to, going to lie to you guys and say, oh, automatically I started to believe again. But it took a while. It took questioning. It took healthy questioning. There's healthy questioning when you ask the questions to the right set of people or within the right environments like however crazy it looks like are you talking about god like this it's okay like i always, I always say like when you read through the psalms and see the way paul um david was talking about to god or about god he was honest he was raw and that's okay like even when it seems like is it god you're talking yes it's okay he's able to take all of that questioning he's able to take all of that anger and help you and comfort you and heal you and give you answers maybe not all of the answers because even as i speak i don't even have all of the answers but enough answers to keep you going yeah so that's what happened to me and i went through um I like I that was when I actually started to go into like apologetics. I don't know, maybe I would be able to do a series on that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but it would be nice, yeah. So that was when I started to read books about it, watch videos, Ravi Zacharias, and just understand how that even there's times when our circumstances don't align and how that God is still faithful regardless. So yeah, that happened. And then the second bit that really shook, well, not shook my faith in a big way, but shook my faith in little ways that amounted to a big way was um, complacency, if I would call it that way. Like there's times in my, there's been times in my journey um, when I'm just like, you just get used to this Jesus thing, honestly. Like if you've done, if you've been a Christian for so long, sometimes you just really get used to it and it becomes mechanical. And I have to say, well, you know, it's little drops of um, water that makes mighty ocean. Like there's things that you will do, you'll not be like, oh my God, when did I get to this point? There's kind of sins that you will commit and then you shake and tremble and be like, oh my God, at what point did I get to this? It's just happened because like, complacency has been allowed to go on for so long you know jesus was speaking to his disciples and he said um pray that you fall not into temptation essentially if you do not like keep a healthy prayer life or if you don't pray or you don't like take your devotion seriously it's very easy to fall into temptation so he was telling them pray so that you will not fall into temptation so at that period of my life i was i was i was complacent in my um in my closet but on the outside guys because again like when you when you do this jesus thing for long after a while it becomes mechanical honestly and you i could go to like church and worship and cry and i'm not forming it really like i'm just crying from my heart but it was just not consistent in my closet you know and it was just sometimes it was just the music sometimes it was really just my heart moving and sometimes it was me missing that presence of god you know i don't know if anyone can relate to this but that happened and again i was I think that was about the time when I was popular on Twitter as well. I'm not, I wasn't popular, popular, but I was um, amongst my friends or within my circle. And it was just a place where God really had to just cut me off. Like God had to call me out from because there was such a, you know, the thing about like 
social media phones these things is that they're addictive and even when you're doing something good with these things it still gets addictive because you want to at a time i was i, I don't know i think i've spoken about this also in a previous episode i'm trying to remember which now <laughs> it's like my gist is to mixture but there's it, there's a way it, it just gets to you like twitter social media where even when you're doing something good you know you just want to always go and keep checking ah has anyone liked has anyone retweeted oh my god 1000 retweeted oh my god and even though that's like ministry in a way you're proclaiming the gospel you're sharing the word of god how about your heart how about like you yourself like there's been times when i'm studying my bible like in my closet or and god is telling me something and honestly Instead of me to be assimilating what God is telling me, or instead of me to, um, instead of me to like really apply what God is telling me into my heart, I'm like, oh my God, wow, that's such a word, wow, I'm running to go and tweet about it, I'm running to put it on my status, and now this doesn't mean that every time I tweet about it, that's what's happened, you know, I mean, like, I've obviously changed from then, but then that was what was happening to me, and it wasn't, it wasn't born out of flesh, it was born out of, I want people to see this, but it goes to a point where it became unhealthy, I really hope that um i'm really clear on this like it's not bad to want to share the word of god on platforms or to want to be active in church or to want to be a worker but it gets bad when whatever it is that is on the outside is not consistent with what happens on in your closet you know so um there was that time when god really just had to call me out and say uzuma i don't these things you're doing is great there's people messaging you people coming to the knowledge of christ people being healed of whatever but your life is more important to me than your work or your work w-a-l-k with me is more important to me than your work for me you know and that really like um drew, drew me out of that place where i actually had to sit down and say okay god i understand what you're saying and i recognize that these things are idols um social media was just one and it was a huge one. You know, there was a time when I was going to go for a retreat. So I think I spoke about this last time. Oh, wait. I said I was going to write down something. Yikes. I don't remember which of my notebooks I wrote that down. I said that last episode, but oh well. Um, maybe this is what I said I was going to talk about. Yeah, I think. So um, retreats are a thing that I, mean, I started doing a, a, a few years ago where I just like, when I was back home in Nigeria, I used to just like go to a guest house, a Christian guest house usually um or yeah a christian guest house because i i don't want to go to a hotel and um yeah i wonder why the next person there the next room is shouting but a christian guest house where i could pray i would essentially just go with like water fruits my bible my laptop without in, like in modem or anything in my phone and i have like messages downloaded and things i just wanted to listen to on my laptop if i wasn't doing work i wasn't reading my mails of course i was not connected to the internet and all of that and you know that period was one of it it was in one of those retreats when the lord started to also open my eyes to idols you know i spoke about it last episode how god was opening my eyes to unhealthy um things that i'd allowed in my life in the name of relationships that was affecting how i was working with him it was also in this period where god was also opening my eyes to idols that I have built up in my heart like some idols were good one of them was the social media another one was also activity when god is like see chill out like it was like you know, I don't know how, if you guys remember the story of Martha and Mary. How that now I don't know who one of them shall was you know walking, walking tirelessly. The other one was just sitting listening, you know, to Jesus. And the other sister that was walking was like, Jesus, don't you care that this other person is not even helping me in the kitchen or something? And Jesus is like, she has chosen the better thing. And it was that period where God is like, choose the better thing, Uzuma. The better thing is walk with me, you know, and 
out of your life people get to see what i'm doing you know you don't do it the other way you don't get to be spiritual on the outside so that people can see you even if the goal is not for people to see you but you don't it's not it doesn't work like from outside in it works from the inside out it's out of the abundance of what happens in your devotion how out of the abundance of how you walk with god out of the abundance of your relationship with god that's how you're supposed to reflect that's what people are supposed to see you know and the, the, the i think the day that broke them or what broke the camel's back was one time when i was going through it you know i told you guys um how i lost my friend and all of that and you know i had to go through that major surgery and it wasn't exactly a fun time for me and again in that period i wasn't really studying my bible i wasn't even studying let's not lie i wasn't reading my bible i wasn't praying the only prayer i was praying was prayer of tears grief just crying and crying and crying and i spoke to um it was sometime i was in school you know so i was just overwhelmed and like i called one of my friends and i said oh that i think i texted and i said if we could speak like during his lunch time at work and then i called him and i was just telling him about things and i don't know how like his colleague knew that i was the one on the phone but apparently maybe she had seen my picture on his phone before i don't know like i don't just know but apparently she knows me from maybe twitter or instagram i don't know and she was like oh my god oh my god oh my god i want to talk to you blah, 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 blah. and i'm like oh yeah sure and i was courteous and lovely and all and she's like you inspire me so much i'm like yeah thanks and i cried after the phone call because i knew that if anyone saw how i was living now how that i wasn't praying i was not going to be an inspiration to anybody so um i know this is drifting towards um my view on social media but please stay with me i'm going somewhere um that period was when a, a period when god just opened my eyes to realize that what is important to me is you i don't want to be on a platform honestly or be put on a pedestal i just want people to see me as a human navigating through life understanding god learning of god growing every day you know so every time that i'm put on a pedestal i'm just like man i can't do this anymore i don't want people to see me as your mom oh my gosh you inspire me like you can learn from me but don't learn from me from me like learn from what's god in me i don't know learn from the patterns that you see of god in me don't learn from me as a human i know that sounds confusing but yeah i hope that makes sense so all of this these two things majorly um grief and complacency through idols were the two things that have you know so far threatened my faith and when i talk about complacency like through idols that i'm i'm talking about i'm talking about like idols like social media phone and um there's many times in fact not recently there was a time when to even go into like one of those my retreats that i was talking about um and back home without my phone it was like war and it's like is there something that really occupies your heart so much more so much like this that you know a few hours from your phone or a few days from your phone is like oh my god i can't breathe you know it was just something that god it was a pointer to me that god was just trying to use to let me know that you know my faith journey was shaky and i started to do things that habits that even when i was a teenager i wasn't you know engaging in listens and it was so funny because like you know you don't know when these things creep on you like it happens and you're like oh my god what how what how did i even get into that but you realize that it's simply because you have left the posts of your heart where you're supposed to be guarding your heart where you're supposed to be consistent with your relationship with god and i think that we are as humans right we have the spirit of god in us we are spirit actually like i will say that you are not i'm not the lady you see i'm not this beautiful girl i am a spirit okay i have a body (laughs) that helps me to 
legally exist on the earth but i'm a spirit ultimately so it's interesting because the world is full of these the, um, 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 distractions that's how the world the devil has just orchestrated things on this earth full of distractions and it takes intentionality i think that's where i'm going to zoom in and um, um, um dwell on as i'm speaking for this episode rather it takes intentionality for you to attain spiritual maturity with god or for you to attain spiritual wholeness that is not just something that is seen on the platform or or seen by your friends or seen because you are a worker in church spiritual wholeness that is actually from the inside out you know a fruitful life i don't know if that makes sense it takes intentionality where you have to be intentional like i i think i say this all the time as well intentionality is how is how you build a relationship with god and nothing else matters let me tell you guys i say this all the time as well nothing else matters on this earth than knowing god and making him known let me tell you like you're going to die one day i'm going to die one day and when we die and stand before our king and our maker it's not really going to be about the fact that you went to see him that's chilled but mm-mm. it's never also going to be about the fact that you got married to this cute girl or to this cute guy uh-uh it's not going to be about that or that you had one million people following you on instagram nope it's not going to be about that what is it going to be about it's going to be about what was your work with god like did you know god did you make him known okay like that's it that's all so if that's what's going to be about then it's wisdom for me to therefore be intentional about the things that matter like my spirituality like my faith okay so um like i said those two things um were the things that really or or uh, some of the things that or the major things that have really really challenged my faith journey and um um going forward god has really had to take me through processes to win me off of those things like of course like grief is a, a different thing but concerning complacency and the idols that are set up in my heart for instance social media honestly like i feel like i'm going to do a whole post because I've, a, lot, a few people have sent me messages i mean haunty we're not seeing you on the twitter we're not seeing you on the blog they're not seeing you anywhere and i'm just like yeah because god is still working on me to get to a point where these things can coexist, can exist in my life, but they are not idols. And I feel like I'm, I've gotten there. You know, I'm getting there. Like there's times when I go whole day, and someone is telling me, like, do you know this thing happened on Twitter? I'm like, me, this is the same me that used to sleep on Twitter and now have a life. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't that bad, but I mean, because I, I, it wasn't that bad, but it was bad because it was distracting me from like God. So, um, essentially, the whole point of this um podcast is to make you understand that maybe my spiritual journey maybe it's not as interesting i don't know maybe it's not as spectacular yes of course i've left out some spe- some details because obviously that's not what we're talking about today about like um spiritual growth spiritual f- um, gifts evidence of the spirit of god healings and deliverances of course all of these things are also part of my life the the powerful spectacular part of course because i'm christian i'm spirit of god so these things are a part of my journey but the part of my journey that i just feel is important for me to share or was important for me to wrap up this series with is like my work with god in terms of my private work with him you know not really service not really power but like not really ministry but like my work with him and these two things are the, are the things that have really like um shaken me to my core so the journey ahead going forward like um every time i i just think that a few things are important number one thing that is really important in attaining like spiritual maturity or wholeness is having a consistent structure like you know 
the whole goal is for us to have a relationship with God, right? You cannot, how, I don't know, for people in, <laughs> that are married or if you're in a relationship, you know it doesn't work that you are just absent. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It, there has to be a consistent, there has to be a structure in place. Maybe for married people, they are living together or maybe if you're in a relationship, you're texting every day, you're calling every, there just has to be a structure. If not something, it, it, it will just die a natural death. And that's what happens with our work with God. You need to set up and like I say, I should, I should stop saying I say this all the time, but I do say this all the time. Like, if you don't set up a structure for your spiritual life, see, anything's not going to happen. Like, you are living it to chance. And we've done so much more for, like, like my pastor would say, so much more for so much less. Like, school, like, calendars, everything. You look at your calendar, is work, 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 meeting, 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 Zoom call, Zoom call, Zoom call. Do you have a space in these 24 hours where you just talk to God? Is there even time for you to just fellowship with the father and just rest in his presence and just rest and just commune with god that we're supposed to be in a relationship with if that's not the case then how are we supposed to walk with him how are we supposed to know him and how are we supposed to make him known okay so that's very first thing i would say like building this constant structure and it's really helped me guys like if you are with me for a few hours you'll notice my phone ringing all the time not ringing is my alarm blaring because i literally have like alarms set up on my phone to remind me to pray like I said, like I can I can be busy and doing one million time one million things, but by the time this my um, hourly or it's not hourly, but like when my alarms ring, sha it just reminds me to take a break. See, guys, even if it's one minute, just to check in your spirit, because some of us your day is so noisy, so busy. God is trying to scream at you. You can't hear because you are just in the middle of Twitter. Just you are looking for who is doing this one now. Who are they dragging today? That's all that you, is in your mind. Or your own is you are just buried in school. So even if God is shouting from heavens, you can't hear. But what this structure helps us is to help us to do is to help us take breaks. You know, pauses. Your quiet time in the morning or your quiet time whether it's at night or in the afternoon, prayer time. It's just to help you take break and hear what God is saying in that time. Okay. So yeah, that's the very first thing that has helped me. The second thing that's helped me is having a strong like church community. Like I know with this pandemic, we're all like studying online and all and churching online, you know, in some communities and in some cities like mine, like some churches are now you're open. Um, but it's really important to have a local family church that you are committed to. This one is not that you are listening to this person online. Like even if you're following the church online, you have to have a online community as well. Like I'm not talking of like Twitter circle. I'm talking about like a community church community, sha, maybe home se- um cells or home fellowships, whatever. A community, a Christian community where you're a part of because it is really helpful for accountability and like I like to illustrate, you know, um if a lion wants to attack like a sheep, he can't really just attack the sheep when is the sheep is in, in the midst of like like an entire flock or the shepherd is there. No, like it's going to be it's not it's not usually done it's when the ship is alone or stray or shy alone that's when he's able to attack you know you can't just find a lion just running into a pack of like a flock of sheep like plenty sheep because like seriously like from anywhere you know it may happen but i mean that's not enough so um building being a part of like a church community has really helped my faith as well and like i i don't know what would have happened if timothy didn't reach out to me that time i probably just have drifted away and become bitter and angry at god and who knows right but because i was a part of he was i was i had like 
godly relationships around me that I, people I could confide in, people who could pray with me, people who could, you know, soak up all my questions without um, hypocrisy or without judging me, you know. I had, like, people around me like that, and I still do, and I think it's essentially important. Um, the third thing is honesty with God, and, I, like, David is my G. <laughs> I feel like when I get to heaven and I see David, I'll just be like, oh, my God, hi, I know you are generations older, but please, can I hug you or something like that? Because he's someone I admire a lot because he was honest with God. And just the honesty to be able to say, man, God, I've messed up, I've missed it, okay? And I just, I'm sorry. That honesty, and that honesty, and then there's another thing that comes along with the honesty, being able to forgive yourself you know, so if God says you are forgiven, you've got to believe you are forgiven, God cannot say you are forgiven, and then you keep treating yourself as if you're not forgiven, and allowing guilt to, you know, hold you down, and to, um, um, just overwhelm you, because when that happens, you're not able to move on from the point that you are at, you know, so many times I've fallen in my spiritual work, like, a lot of things that have happened along the, along the way, you know, like, things that I've done, and I'm like, oh my god, like, heaven would be so embarrassed about this, but, but I'm honest enough to go back to God and say, God, I'm sorry, I've messed up. And I am also bold enough to say, thank you, God. I received the forgiveness that you have granted to me and I choose to walk in this reality. Okay. So like it's two things in one and yeah. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Um, and like you can tell, maybe you can tell this balance of having, you know, a good spiritual life or attaining spiritual maturity is something that really now affects every other thing of your life. It affects the first thing I spoke about. It affects my physical. It affects the second thing I spoke about, which is like my emotional, like, um, life as well, or my emotions, whatever it's called. And if you don't have this center in place, if you don't have this center in place, it's hard for you to also influence because a Christian doesn't have a spiritual life, an economical life, a school life. It has one life and that life is Christ. That life is defined by God. So all these other things that are around are expressions of that life. So if the center has a problem, clearly there will be deficiency in, deficiency in like the other um, bits as well okay so that's it and that's the end of this series i hope it has blessed you i hope it has encouraged you and very importantly i hope that today you make a decision honestly like to draw away from the idols of our time again i think i'm i'm now persuaded that i need to sit down and have time to actually um draft something concerning like social media and how it's affected us as a generation and how it's such a hindrance for many people who are working with god but social media is such a noise and i just hope that today um as a young christian or old christian however it is you are listening to or whenever it is you are listening to this podcast they're able to make a decision for god today a decision where you 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 set up structures in your life you let go of idols or at least begin the process of letting go of it because i can tell you categorically that it's not a one day's journey it's not a one month's journey sometimes it's not even a year's journey okay that you can let go of these idols so that you know you can attain spiritual maturity so that your life will count for what will matter in eternity okay so that at the end of time when we stand before our god our king and our maker you have something to say yeah god will know you because god is like ah we speak every day hey now it's now real time we're no longer facetiming through the word of god we're no longer um just interfacing through the realm i mean you are now here okay yeah i've spoken a lot and i hope that's blessed you but i just like to um pray for anyone who is like um maybe you you've you've just like um you don't even know these things i'm talking about or you are just you you're not even a believer or you maybe you were and along the line maybe grieve 
or the circumstances of life has really helped you, made you to challenge um, your faith and now we are no longer there. I, I want to say to you that questions are healthy, very healthy, but what happens a lot of time is when we do not find the right answers or the right places to direct our questions to, okay? And when the devil feeds us with lies instead of the truth um, of God. Okay, so sometimes your circumstances don't align and in our bid to search for answers, sometimes we just go to the wrong places. So if that's you, I just want to let you know that it's okay to ask questions. You can reach out to me. I don't have all the answers, even like for my own questions. So I may not have the answers, but I'll direct you to a place or a person who might and um and I just trust God that you'll be fine. And if you're also, maybe you've been on this Christian journey for so long and complacency. See, I feel like right now, guys, I'm at the best possible, maybe not best possible because there's always something better. But I'm such at, I'm, I'm, I'm at such a great place, you know, with my work with God that I'm, I'm actually so thankful and also so proud of, you know. And I feel like I probably would not have been able to say this a few years ago because noise that has been in my life. But God has really helped me to get to a point where I can now say this. And if you're like me or how I used to be and you've just been a Christian for so long and, you know, you're just complacent because, I mean, I mean, I just used to do old sin and it's just mechanical. I also like to pray for you because I believe that God is a God of restoration. And um, Bible says that out of our bellies will flow rivers of living water, living water that is bubbling, not dead water, not water that is lying on the road, not just a dry pond or a, a stagnant body of water, living water. So every day we're waxing stronger. The Bible also says that the path of a righteous man shines brighter and brighter until perfect day. So yeah, it is possible to keep getting stronger in your walk with God. So yes, I'll just go ahead now and pray and say, God, thank you for the opportunity to share on this podcast. Thank you for everyone who's listened. Thank you for everyone who's been blessed and for everyone who will still be blessed by it. Lord, I pray for those people who want to rededicate their lives to you or come back to you. I just pray that you will help them on this journey. I pray that your love would overwhelm them. Many people are hurting physically, emotionally, and it's just because there is something that is broken in that their center, in that core, which is supposed to be Christ. So, Lord, I pray that you will begin the healing, you know, from the inside out. That healing will begin to help happen in their lives from like the inside out. They will begin to experience a relationship with you that will bring about your healing inside and also outside i also pray for those who haven't like who don't know christ and bible says that as many as believe him to them is given the power to become sons of god and he's also said that god to love the world that he gave his only begotten son and whosoever believes in him would have eternal life so i pray for as many who want to like give their lives to christ that as they believe in you and um, confess you as their lord and savior that you register them in heaven you know as your children and that you will help them begin this journey with you in jesus name amen and amen and amen thank you so much guys for listening god bless you all please if you said these prayers and you are looking for a community you want to partner with i have a couple of beautiful options in different countries as well that i can link you up with and like i said if you have questions you can reach out if I don't have the answers, I'll definitely like point you to a place or a person who might too. Thank you so much for listening. The Lord bless and keep you. I love you guys so much and see you next time. Bye.